0: okay okay everybody okay quiet everyone quiet quiet grab your glasses pop your corks the show is about to start Welcome,
1: uh, the flask at hand.
0: Welcome uh, to the flask Hello at hand. Fellow customers, ha- fox sakes,
2: we're not getting anywhere. <laughs> Can I go <laughs>
1: for fox? You're always talking about foxes for fox sakes. It's crazy
0: for fox socks. <laughs> Welcome to the flask at hand,
1: esteemed gentlemen and ladies.
0: The podcast that starts with whiskey.
1: Brown gold. I don't know
0: why I paused waiting for one of you to say that. (laughs) And ends with knowledge. That's the one. Uh, We are your hosts, Aaron, Lindsay, and Jake. And as we normally do, I will introduce all of us to those of you that don't know Know us us. yet. Uh, Lindsay is a professional strip poker player. Oh, yeah. She was recently involved in a scandal whereby TMZ discovered she, too, holds the Guinness World Record title for most items bought from a Sears catalog. (laughs) (laughs) Is her addiction to shopping for pastel Easter outfits and her ability to stay clothed during these poker games linked in some way? (laughs) Whoa! How do you sleep at night with the knowledge of the trail of the blazing pastiness of (laughs) scantily clad (laughs) poker players left in your wake?
1: (laughs) Uh, With very little clothes on. That's how you sleep. That's how I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron. But what they don't know oh. is I mostly shop at Fredericks of Hollywood. Even better. Isn't that the like the stripper a clothing place? Yeah.
0: Oh, strip <laughs> poker player, not stripper. Yeah. Oh, well, strip same. Strip poker, you know. Same thing. Stripping same. while you're playing poker, stripper. right? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> is a retired ass waxer from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a drink of beer when you said "ass waxer." Uh, <laughs> the ass waxer a nice ring to it. He uh, spent his Stop. days in the Aegean Sea, high atop <laughs> the caldera in, Santor- in Santorini, <laughs> uh, toiling away waxing the most robust <laughs> of asses—swarthy, <laughs> hairy asses. Swarthy, uh, but not the asses you'd think—jackasses. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that's right, not Bruce? human, ass, not human asses, Dunkey. but the famous donkeys of Santorini. <laughs> <laughs> These asses are well-known for transporting tourists to the top of the caldera where he lives. <laughs> nice place to live. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, other than waxing donkey ass. Are you glad to be <laughs> retired, or do you miss it?
2: You know, part of me still misses it, Jake. <laughs> <Just> waxing <laughs> those those donkey ass. Burro butts. Uh, yeah, burro. <laughs> burro butts, as they call it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Seems like a, a decent about, profession. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, not, definitely it's, not a,
0: bad. it's definitely bad. Definitely a niche.
2: All a bunch of assholes, though.
0: Oh, <laughs> and I am I Jake.
2: Can't even make
1: a
0: drum. <laughs> your friendly neighborhood <laughs> tugboat operator. operator. So Lindsay oh, yeah. and Aaron's intros were from Roxy Mockaby. Thank you. Those were awesome. Yeah, Roxy. No, sorry. <laughs> I, knew, I was no. waiting for nope. them to do that. But so we, what we did was. Last episode we talked about this too. I, I uh, made a post on our page that said, "Hey, if any of the any of you people that listen want to write intros, because every show we do different intros for Aaron <laughs> and Lindsay. If 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 nobody has noticed by now, but it's a lot of fun and um, those were so good. And so we asked some of the listeners to like write some. Just yeah. for fun, you know, and then write them and send them to me or us and we'll uh, we'll put them on and uh, and then shout you out at the yeah. end. So Thanks, thank Roxy. you, Roxy, for being I don't actually know how you knew I was an ass waxer. <laughs> <laughs> she nailed yeah, it. right? Good. But she, good. but Roxy also is a huge supporter and she's telling she's always telling people about the show. And, and she tells Aww. me how much she loves the thank show. You. And she's just a huge, huge supporter. So, Roxy, yeah. you you rock. You rock.
2: Rocks.
1: Yeah, you rock. So. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for doing those. (laughs) You're rad.
0: Tonight, we have a whiskey. Imagine that. And we'll be talking about the cosmos. Suddenly, everything was calm. They had come through safely. Before them stretched a giant universe filled with planets and stars.
2: So there must be aliens
0: and an entire civilization somewhere. And if, in fact, that is true, and it apparently is, then there must be others. Outer space. Is that...
1: I thought we were talking about whiskey. We're talking about First. cosmopolitans, like mixed drinks?
0: No. We're going to do... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cosmos. I was wondering why we chose Cosmos.
0: Mm-hmm. Cosmos, not Cosmos.
1: Cosmo cream, like from Seinfeld. Yeah, like anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. yeah. racist kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Cosmo cream, exactly. like the
0: magazine. Yeah, Cosmo. <laughs> 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 it's my favorite. So, Ray.
1: so I think we pour it. So, what do we got? here, Well, no, Kate? our whiskey
0: tonight yeah. it's is our guest. Uh, it's
1: our guest. It's our special guest. Yes.
0: Bushmills Bush. Uh, Irish whiskey, ten years old.
2: Son of a bushmill. Well, it tells milk. you the flavors right on the front. That's
0: a oh shit. Oh, does it? I gotta read those before, well, so I know. So two, I know how to. Two like,
2: two of the notes. Oh. can we guess? I guess what?
0: So place. yeah, um, Bushmills Irish whiskey, ten years old. I think it's single malt. Does it say single it's malt single on the front? Malt. Yeah. So that's that's like uh, your teeling yep. sort of Irish whiskey. It's ten years old. Uh, but it's ten years old. Yeah, you can go get Bushmills is an inexpensive whiskey. I don't know if it's like thirty bucks or something. You can buy it. Ooh, nice cork pop. At the store, this one I'm not sure. I don't remember how much it was because it was a free bottle.
2: Oh, that's, what? That's plenty.
0: Yeah. Thank you. So, um, it smells good already. I'm excited to. How, I actually how tried is the, this a free bottle. I've never oh. had this one. No, this is the uh, free Flaviar? Flaviar or Flaviar. Oh. I don't I really don't know how to say it, to pronounce that. But yeah, it depends. Yeah. Oh,
1: I like the feel. I like the bottle feel on it. It's got. Um, this is a taller cylinder. Um, Square cylindrical a rectangle, rec- rectangular long, elongated Box-ish. rectangle. I right. would say, with like yeah. all
0: the bushmail bottles look just like this. It's in got your a hands. divot
1: at the bottom, so you can kind of hold on to it better.
0: Mm. That's probably what that divot's there for. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it's, uh, what's in the nose?
1: It, it kind of has a butt. If you look at it, it's like the back of it has a divot. Be careful, Aaron burl might, burl burl I Aaron might try to wax butt. it. I think he already did. It's a very
0: smooth butt.
2: It does say. It. it says on their right? Fruit flavors. You know what? But yeah. what fruit? Because yeah, I'll I, tell you right oh, now what okay. I what I smell: honey and
0: banana.
1: I mean, definitely. When you say that, are you sure it's not plantain? I don't. I don't know. Does the plantain smell the same as a banana? Yeah, oh, okay. It's exactly the same. Problem. I don't think I've ever had a plantain. plantain no, chips?
0: Oh, yeah, oh, they're, plantain they're just like bananas. Delicious. I mean, come on. Let's but there's a lot ourselves. of banana. Yeah, there's honey. Banana and honey. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. Uh, not a whole lot else I don't is going get any on. Like
2: <laughs> berry for Just yeah. It's
1: mm. like whiskey, this time.
2: Weird.
0: Let's give it a taste, huh? Let's do it.
1: Okay. Oh, well, let's uh, give it uh, a toast. Oh, a toast! Taste, yeah, a toast, toast and, a taste? and
2: then the taste. A toast.
1: Toast for you. Huh,
2: I Okay. Too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough.
1: So true. Okay, now too can we taste much it? good Fuck. whiskey. Too much too. Wait, what? Too much good whiskey is barely enough. Yeah, it's so true. You can never run out of good whiskey.
2: Ooh, back end of that one. Hmm. Well, I definitely get banana flavor. Too. Yeah. Okay. Got a deep. Burn. I got a
1: little bit of that biscuit, like we got from yeah, one of the other ones. It does like,
2: have that that sweet biscuit, that
0: mm-hmm. v- that pretty standard Irish whiskey flavor, although. It's got a little bit more kick to it. I think mm-hmm. I don't. It should have less with age.
2: It's got some kick.
1: I think it needs to sit a little bit.
0: Oh, it is. So. I wonder what uh, what two barrels it's aged in. It does say two woods on it. Brandy yeah. and sherry. sherry, I think. Yeah, sherry, oh, sherry really? Yep.
1: Oloroso, Oloroso sherry casks. Yeah.
0: Hmm interesting it is pretty good for an Irish whiskey there's something different there it's I think it's got to be the sherry casks yeah. it reminds me of, of a sherry cask scotch yeah okay. and it's single malt too so they're they're only using the one type of barley
1: I get the side of the tongue tingle which I like where it kind of like rolls down the the middle of your tongue goes right to those side
0: hmm. twangers yeah. oh yeah it no doesn't it doesn't hang out long no. on the tongue though it's there's it's kind of in on and it. gone yeah. yeah very drinkable yeah, it's one of those you could probably sit around yeah. and
2: and drink quite a How bit of. How much is of. a bottle of one of these?
0: You know, I I didn't look because yeah. I got it for my. Uh,
2: you said it probably, it's on the fairly cheaper side. Well, regular Bushmills for,
0: is, and then they also have oh, a yeah. bottle called Black Bush.
1: I think oh. it's. I think it costs a bushel and a peck, probably.
0: A bushel and a peck
2: mm. mm-hmm. of pickled <laughs> two, peppers. Two in the <laughs> Bushmills is. <laughs> <What's> the cost <laughs> is a bushel and a peck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when they check you out, they're like, "Yeah, they'll be ninety four dollars." And you're like, "I only have a bushel and a peck."
2: They're like, "Okay." What is that saying? "A bird though? in the hand is worth more than two in the in a bushmill." <laughs> in a bushels? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> well, I one to one hundred score for the ten year old Bushmills Irish whiskey. I th- think. Yeah, we're already there. We're kind of cruising.
1: Yeah, we have nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, guys? Uh, I feel uh, like you guys are just skipping ahead.
0: Goku's. Fuck you. Goku? Goku? (laughs) Goku from Dragon Ball Z? Uh, Goku? Uh, Goku?
1: You going Super Saiyan?
0: I thought you were talking about the, they just, uh, on the last Mandalorian episode, they just came out with the Baby Yoda's actual (laughs) name. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go-Gru? Grogu, 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 Grogu—that's what it is. Grogu, yeah. I was like, that's weird. And and Ahsoka was in in the last one too. So if you're a Star Wars nerd, you'll know what that's all about. But uh, let's see, one to one hundred. Ah, you know, I'm gonna give it a fifty just because it's right there in the middle. There's not a whole lot going on. I wouldn't buy it probably. Mm -hmm. You know, just because it's drinkable, but yeah, but I wouldn't go out my way. Not a favorite. I wouldn't go out my way. Yeah,
2: but we'll give her a fifty. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm mid 50s. I was going to say 55.
0: Okay. It's
2: not Good terrible. 55? It's not the best I've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a simple, single malt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drinkable.
1: So, where does that stand with like our Eagle Rare and, and uh, Eagle Rare Buffalo Trace? Well, and I think those you, are on the 70s, right? High
2: 60s, 70s. Something like
1: that. Okay. And then, then our Compass Box yeah. is like pff, way up in There's the 90s somewhere. Touch it.
0: You know, if we, even if we couldn't remember what other scores we gave other whiskeys, you know, what we could do is we could. Go to our website, yeah, com, and find truest. all of the whiskeys and 100 scores on there. Yep.
1: That's something anyone could do, in fact.
0: Anybody right. can, do it, can, do yeah. can do it. You can do it. Yeah. T-R-U-I-S-T. You can do it. We're <tardy. laughs> oh. So what... Uh,
1: Oh, a score for me! Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, well, we haven't talked about our topic at all yet, so I guess it doesn't have to be related. No. I think right now, on a level of um, temperature of my house, oh, I'd yeah. say the t- temperature of the house being more like comfortably in the early seventies would be like on the high end, where it's not too hot and it's right. nice and comfy. Right. Um, to the level of what it is right where now, it is which right is now, cold, which is 45. real cold. Yeah. I'm gonna guess forty three. Um. And I would give this actually more like a, probably like a, just like you guys, like a 50 Fahrenheit. Oh, Fahrenheit. Maybe like a 52. What are we in Celsius? I'll check. I have. Celsius? (laughs) Yeah. We'll look in Celsius.
0: Just for our our Canadian cousins. I actually have the uh, conversion tables here on my phone. (laughs) On my phone. Stand by. It's
1: really not bad. It's just also not that good. So that's all it comes down to. It's yeah. it's not a it's not a buy and sipping kind of whiskey. It's very drinkable though. So
0: you called it what a fifty Fahrenheit? Yeah, it's as far a 50 as because you're right in the middle, just like us. Fifty Fahrenheit. Oh, this one goes to forty-seven. What the fuck? Uh, well, oh no, it's minus forty-seven. Hold on.
1: Bushmill, motherfucker. Uh,
0: it's ten Celsius.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean a lot in my brain, but what do you got there, Ronnie?
0: Breckenridge. <laughs> something better yeah <laughs> uh, uh. he's no, not taking that shots that's cool i'll bring it no, home it tonight to try. Yeah, it put it it in the back of the cabinet and give it to you well, know people i don't like i'm sure they come there's over. gonna be there a go. fire
1: night which will be the people that you don't like <laughs> that come over we'll have a fire For night we'll fire, be like uh, hey uh, you accelerant. guys want to try this Bushmills? and we'll forget all about that we even tried it on <laughs> yeah. a podcast and we'll probably drink the whole bottle although it, that larceny is still sitting over there except there's not as bad as larceny no larceny is horrible you guys want to try it side by side right now? No. Do a little, let's no. do a little experiment. One's all you need. Come on, I, I guys. I drank enough
0: whiskey last night. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking on, a Coors boys. banquet right now. How sad is that?
1: <laughs> Don't you want to try Bushmills <sighs> yeah, compared to ours? life,
2: sweet ass. Sitting in the fridge. He's drinking a Coors light banquet beer. I always want to know what is what, what, sweet what sweet as what? Sweet ass. What does that mean? Just sweet It's ass. like sweet ass, but sweet, sweet ass. As. Sweet as. Right.
1: Does what it leaves it open it, it does open so bush mill total bush mill
2: it's bush mill league yeah
1: exactly bush mill league isn't that something bush league bush, bush mill league that's what bush league what's the mill saying league. what's bush league mean
2: that just means it's sh- shitty a low team. average
1: is that like a sports reference like they're sure, they're like be, a team that comes out of the bush like no,
0: no, it's B-U-S-C-H. It oh. stands for some. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It means something. I don't know. <laughs> She's looking it up.
2: Means it sh- shitty, probably.
0: But before we get into our topic of the cosmos. 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 Um, um, I am going to mention our social media stuff. So uh, we mentioned our <laughs> we mentioned our, our website earlier, but you can also find us on Facebook, uh, the Flask at Hand Podcast group or the Flask at Hand Podcast Facebook page. Either one, uh, go there, become a member of the group. There's a lot of awesome people on there, super funny, always posting some uh, good stuff. You can be a groupie. And um, we're going to be giving some stuff away. Um, our new sponsor, Funky's Hot Sauce, which so uh, good, is so good. Oh, I know, I'm addicted.
2: My favorite one. now is the hottest one.
0: Liquid sunshine. That's my favorite, man. So I was, good. you know, I was Damn putting what? that on a chicken barbecue pizza. Nice. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Because yeah. it's got it's sweet and hot. Yeah. But anyway, we're gonna really be giving uh, some of his hot sauce away and um, some Northwest affiliated beanies. Yep. Yeah. So, and in a glass, stickers, or two glass, stickers, all, stuff all that stuff. Like that. But we post that stuff on the on the page in Facebook. And Mm -hmm. in the group, so if you go jump on and check that stuff out, then you'll have a chance. Yeah, Um, jump on, and
1: you should also just go order that the set of three hot sauce for Christmas presents because it's absolutely. I would like if everybody gave me that for Christmas, the set of three, I'd be happy. That'd be all I needed for Christmas. It's
0: it's actually very 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 extremely good. good. So, and if you're local, you can find them at the Bellingham Co-op. Both of them. Um, Food Co-op. Yep. Yep, the Food Co-op in Bellingham. Or ordered on that is
2: his website website now. Yeah, Yeah. just posted today. Mm -hmm.
0: Funkies.
1: Hot Sauce Factory. Yep. Dot com.
2: Dot com. Follow him on social media as well. Give him a shout out.
0: Yeah. He's on Instagram. Uh, He's
2: rad. Local small business. Yep. Very important. Very, very good too.
0: Very good at what he does. Um, And you can uh, follow us on Instagram, on Instagram if you'd like to, at the Flask at Hand Podcast. Uh, And I think.
1: Or you don't have to either if you don't feel like it.
0: Yeah. Or. Yeah. No,
2: you do it.
1: I mean you could, you could or you could just like, I recommend it. I recommend it. There's but it, a lot of pretty pictures of whiskey I mean, and funny should, pictures of us. You could follow us in person also.
0: Don't follow us in person. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, don't creep. <laughs> Isn't that true? Like us.
1: we yeah, say like we say like iPhone. follow me on it on social media. That's what but, it's like called. nobody ever says like hey, follow me around <laughs> in person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's ever asking for that. <laughs> What's the deal? Uh
0: so we like,
1: we were like happy about how many people followed. <laughs> we just got like a like a about line like of like three hundred people behind us at all, all times. <laughs> That'd
2: be pretty sweet. How
1: many followers do you have right now? Well, <laughs> it's getting out of hand.
0: So tonight the Cosmos space cosmos. stuff. <laughs> um
1: every time. <laughs> Can't wait.
0: Yeah, I I was excited oh. to do a topic about the cosmos. But I was I wanted though I wanted to do like a black hole, or oh, I did that, or, or uh,
1: quasars, pulsars. I can't think of my quaaludes. I think
2: of what else? I was thinking about quaaludes. <laughs> Let's take some quaaludes into an episode. <laughs> Do anyway, quaaludes
1: even exist anymore? I
0: anyway, I was think about doing some other, some other more kind of wild, mm-hmm. out there stuff, dark matter or something like that, right? Yes. But. Um, I didn't because I came across this other thing that was kinda cool and I was like, that is really interesting. Sweet. So I am gonna talk about the origin of the moon. Woohoo! Yeah. Awesome.
1: Okay. The origin story.
0: <laughs> yeah. Possibly.
1: Lunar origin we'll story by Jake Williams.
0: Possibly, possibly. Oh,
1: yeah, I guess we don't know for sure. Yeah.
0: There are a lot of theories on how the moon was formed or where it may have come from. Mm hmm. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't see, but I his mean, eyes is looked it back
0: an and al- forth <laughs> about sixteen times. Is it an alien space station maybe. brought here by ancient maybe. interstellar beings?
1: Might have been we towed have- here.
0: Was it formed elsewhere yes, in right, our galaxy uh, and became trapped? Tugboat. They've talked
1: about it. Maybe in yeah. our
0: Earth's gravitational space po- tugboats. Was it formed? <laughs> 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 was it formed elsewhere in our galaxy and become <laughs> trapped in our Earth's gravitational pull? Or perhaps it was formed by a giant impact. <laughs> Between planets and other celestial bodies. Well, there's a small piece of radioactive glass that may hold the answers to these questions. That piece of glass is called trinitite and is found in only one place on the entire planet. And that is the Trinity nuclear test site uh, in New Mexico. Do you guys know about Trinity? It's the first nuclear bomb drop. Okay. Uh, So let's go back to about a month before the end of the Second World War. It's July sixteenth, nineteen forty-five, in the middle of the Jornada del Muerto desert. Uh, it also I believe
1: that means Jake the Day of the Dead desert.
0: It does. It means, but it's it's translated into a few things. Um, one of which is route of the dead man. Very so nice, very yes, nice. Day of the Dead desert.
2: Something like um, that. Okay, sort of works. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. So the test site is about thirty-five miles southeast of uh, Socorro, New Mexico. Uh, Four hundred twenty-five people consisting of American military and scientists await the first ever detonation of a thermonuclear device Uh, the test was codenamed Trinity and it was a success Um, the bomb was nicknamed the gadget because how more original could you get (laughs) right Uh, uh, it was detonated atop a 100 foot steel tower in uh, what is called an atmospheric explosion so there's they they explode some of the bombs underwater, underground. This one was above ground. Sixteen milliseconds after detonation, uh, the observed hemisphere of the explosion, which is like, was 660 feet tall. Sixteen milliseconds after the bomb was detonated, you fuck. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot in here.
2: What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was, that was like happen. fuck. She's mad. I knew that was gonna happen. You're making him uncomfortable oh. now. This whole <laughs> Good. <podcast> so 660 <laughs> feet or... So that's tall, like within a matter of milliseconds. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> How crazy. many inches is that? Well, it's 200 meters. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> For
0: anyone listening outside of the US. Now he's
2: <laughs> got to convert everything from now on.
0: And the following mushroom cloud... <laughs> including <stretched> a <laughs> religion. Stretched seven and a half <laughs> miles into the air.
1: Whoa! So seven and a half miles. The mushroom cloud that comes after that
0: kind of hemisphere explosion—seven and a half miles into the sky, twelve kilometers. What kind of bomb
1: is this? (laughs) Sorry. Wait. What? What kind of bomb? Hydrogen bomb? (coughs) Atom bomb?
0: Yeah, it's a plutonium implosion bomb. So yeah, it's it's an atom bomb.
1: Okay. Huge.
0: Yeah, twenty-two kilotons was the was the size of it that's that's kilotons of like TNT.
1: Holy TNT. Yeah, so if if it were
0: a TNT bomb mm-hmm. then it would be 22 kilotons of that. Okay. So it's it's it, it is the equivalent to the bomb dropped on Nagasaki, so the second uh, okay. bomb they dropped in Japan. Jeez.
1: Wow. Small, um, small. Shock, so this was a test one though.
0: This was the first the very first test one. of a nuclear thermonuclear device ever in the world. Okay. It, the shockwave was felt 100 miles uh, uh, radius from the blast site, which is 161 kilometers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so imagine for a second the bomb think goes the off. I people
1: that need to convert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are people that listen to this in, in, like, you know, Scotland. There are. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right,
2: well, convert away. It's probably, like, one guy. <laughs> hey,
0: well... With nothing to do. Thank, Thank you, guy in Scotland. Scotland. Thank you. Yeah. right, uh, we'll call you Scotland. But so, guy. so imagine for a second the bomb goes off, creating a fireball hotter than the sun. Hotter than the sun. Okay. Okay. The sand from the desert floor is sucked up into that fireball, where it turns into a glassy liquid mixture. Vitrified. Weird. Vitrified. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope other people got that reference. <laughs> but yes, exactly right. Oh, I can't believe I didn't fit that into my notes. Fuck, you are just vitrified. Uh, and then rains back down to earth, uh, creating a lake of radioactive liquid glass. So Dang. it rains liquid Glass Holy from the so Don't stand <laughs> underneath of that. Do you it's think anyone sucks. is accidentally the out there? Like, oh no, there's a bunch out there. They what? find it and sell it. Yeah, because it. it or har- no, like
1: people. There was no people out there. Somehow, oh, like no. Some, okay, they sweeped it to make sure no
0: one like. Right. So I think everyone's like, pretty far away from the very first detonation of a thermonuclear <laughs> device in the world. I really hope there's so. There's like they're like Bob's just out there like I don't know I if this know is going <laughs> to work. I'll just yeah. hang out here
2: in case it doesn't. I know. a front row seat. That's <laughs> so
1: what I was hoping. Like someone was out there like. You know Metal detecting on accident
0: <laughs> Oh I, yeah I think they Well it's It's part of him later It's part of A bomb testing area For the military anyway So, okay. so it's No very one's out there yeah, yeah and it's It's very secure I think they keep yeah. Most people out of there They keep aliens underneath like, that Right yeah. <laughs> Think of like The lizard That was like
2: <laughs> oh, fuck. Holy shit What is going on You know
0: Oh man, poor guy. But uh, <laughs> could yeah. you imagine that though? Like a a lake of Jeez. like superheated liquid, liquid radioactive glass. Uh, Gets the Nirvana it was song green. stuck in my head. Right it was away. green too. They go to a lake of fire and fry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See them
1: again yeah. till the Fourth of July.
0: And it was green too, but it wasn't green from like the. The a nuclear glass? part of oh, it, the okay. radioactive part of it. That's always you always think of like glowing green, right? Yeah. Right. Um, it was from the quartz in the sand. Oh. So most of the sand's made of quartz there.
2: Interesting.
0: So, yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah, literally the raining radioactive liquid glass. Wow. Anyway, as it cools and hardens, it becomes trinitite, and it's got a couple other n- dumb names I didn't include because I didn't like them. Is but oh, okay. most people call it trinitite, uh, it a glassy rock weird. that exists only there. I like it. And only from that nuclear explosion. Wow. Um, and it holds clues to one of the biggest questions in earth science today, the origin of the moon. Weird. Yeah. I mean,
1: we had the moon before that, obviously, right? We did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just checking my history. We did have here. the moon before <laughs> okay. that, but this, this material g- gives us some insight on right. how the moon formed or was right. possibly it was earth. Earth. formed. Okay. okay. It okay. Is, yeah. So, the biggest working theory (laughs) (laughs) of the moon's origin is called uh, the giant impact hypothesis. Okay. Have you heard of this? I haven't. Oh, Okay. Um, Sometimes called the big splash or Thea impact. I like Uh, the big splash. I like that. I want it to be the big sploosh. But (laughs) it wasn't. Sounds (laughs) splashy. About every Friday. (laughs) Oh, man. That was yesterday. Um, (laughs) Scientists think that soon after the Earth was formed around, like, 4.5 billion years ago, something like that. Give or take. Uh, And still was a hot, molten ball of elements. Uh, A large Mars-sized object named Theia slammed into the Earth, sending out all kinds of debris into space. Right. Um, Some from the Earth, some from Theia, and eventually coming together to form the moon in one super hot, cataclysmic event. Um, This would have taken immense amounts of heat and energy that can't be recreated in a lab. So the only thing that comes close to reproducing a big bang like this is a nuclear blast. Uh, because we know that this green trinitite glass was formed with an explosion hotter than the sun and with immeasurable amounts <laughs> of energy, um, it offers up a perfect clue to how the moon came into existence. So when trinitite was compared to rocks from the moon, they found them to be strangely similar on a chemical level. Really? Yeah. Uh, Both were missing volatile elements like zinc. Okay. The only way these elements could be missing is if they were superheated and boiled away or possibly vaporized by just an extremely intense heat. Okay. Uh, The kind of heat you only get from.
1: Vitrification.
0: A, a nuclear blast, (laughs) or possibly this cataclysmic event of Thea and the Earth colliding, or Mm Thea colliding into the Earth, Mm -hmm. uh, creating the same conditions of that thermonuclear explosion wow but this time in the cosmos because of trinitite scientists can begin to understand how our moon was formed and even hypothesize at what temperature that formation took place okay so that's that's it that's one theory so the rocks on the moon are are missing the same amounts of zinc and water and some Mm -hmm. other things uh that this trinitite is the only thing on Earth that's also missing these volatile elements? How weird! So yeah, that's really, really super weird, isn't it?
1: I mean, I think that almost kind of proves that the, the Earth is part of the, or the Moon is part of the Earth, or could have probably it, chunked yeah. off of it. Right? It, most could, it could
0: have it could have some of the Earth as part of it, and whatever right. Theia was, and right. it, and it, it is a Theia was a Mars-sized object, and Mars is about half the size of the Earth. Okay, so that's a pretty big fucking hit. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's it. That's the, that one theory is, is like the,
1: that's the big sploosh.
0: Yeah. Okay. The giant impact the or the giant impact, <laughs> the theory, the, the the giant impact hypothesis. And that's the one most mainstream scientists are going for right now. Mm. That's, that's the one with the most evidence. And okay. What so. about the
1: one where the, the cosmic spa- uh, tugboat option?
0: Yeah, I didn't, I, I <laughs> was, I was trying to, Read my notes when you were talking about that. Oh. I didn't quite hear oh. the <laughs> cosmic tugboat <laughs> one.
1: Isn't there a theory that there was like a cosmic tugboat that brought it in? Possibly.
0: Possibly. Wouldn't that be a good job? Yeah, that would yeah. be really cool. Like some space, like space people. How, how long going to be gone this time, honey? Oh, thirteen point seven light years.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking like
0: I'll call you though. What if <laughs> thirteen. I'll,
1: I'll call you though. <laughs> thirteen point seven
0: I'll light years later, ya. I'm like, well, they're going to need me to stay on for the next one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: I mean, what, what if some some uh, really evolved? Race of technologically advanced, some before people, before dinosaurs, you never know. Like, before, before we know how, how old the moon is, and we know how old the earth is, I think, um, sort of. But what if some somebody had found the earth and thought, Hey, this has an atmosphere, it has a lot of the things we need, it has a lot of the resources we need to survive as whatever thing we are, creature we are, but uh, the tides are out of control. This and that They tugboated it in from another area From somewhere out there And figured Pull it into Earth's gravitational pull And it would help control the tides yeah, And right. the shit
0: I wonder I, I, That's something I'd like to look up actually Is what it would have been like Without the pull of the moon
1: They've talked about that a little bit okay. And we, that'll be another one But like I know they, they talked about I mean we'd probably be wiped out If okay. we didn't have the gravitational pull of the moon then we'd be drowned all the time,
0: and I think the moon is getting closer and closer every year. Did, mm-hmm. did you bring yeah. that up on the last show? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Just by mm-hmm. by I mean, a very little amount, not but noticeable. I mean,
1: it'll eventually cause rising tides, though, or yeah. or receding tides, or right. whatever. It'll eventually, be a problem.
2: Yeah,
0: huh. we'll be long gone.
1: Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Humans yeah. yeah. will. Humans will. Yeah. 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 Or are we getting already? real close? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, simulation No <laughs> breathing Vitrification <laughs> <laughs> We should definitely do a show on that But we'll have to get real nerdy and good oh, with yeah. it Because there's so much yeah. good information I really don't want to fuck that, that up That might be yeah, like
1: yeah. a three-parter or something
0: Yeah, God Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what everybody wants A three-part Blasket <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hand podcast about simulation theory We uh, barely get through the first part It's just us playing The Sims <laughs> 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 For oh. two hours a day Two hours a show Anyway, that's it for me.
1: All right. That was good.
2: Yeah. I like it. Moon, I thought it was interesting. Lunar
1: Origins by Jake yeah. Williams.
0: Lunar
2: orgies.
1: <laughs> Lunar orgies. <laughs> Lunar orgies. <laughs> Sounds fucking
2: cool. Well, it does. Go to the moon and have a big orgy. Yeah. Mm. Sounds great.
1: That reminds me. Did you guys? I think I sent it to you? I don't know if I sent it to everybody, but did you guys see the the sped up uh, moonwalk? videos oh yeah
2: that
0: was so weird like the dude's falling down and shit
1: if you guys get a chance like look up the video of of the dudes walking on the moon and instead of like them just floating around and barely hopping like foot to foot they're just like doing everything fast they look so idiotic
0: yeah well i think it was like the bloopers of the videos that they took of themselves up there the film but But i could could literally see you laughing at that like i'm watching it i'm going
1: yeah, <laughs> can
0: you hear Lindsay like, like I, you know, I'm like <laughs> I can see Lindsay, yeah. cracking up about this I'm right like, now. By myself I'm like, at work, and I'm just like, <laughs> when is it gonna end?
1: God, it's so good. It's the little things. Oh, so good. One of my favorite things I've seen this year.
0: Go to AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com for one-of-a-kind handmade items from leather wallets, and beautiful knives to copper bracelets, earrings, and bow ties. Everything at AMH Custom Craft is made with repurposed quality materials. Want a custom piece? Send Aaron H. a message and make it happen. AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com. You know, guys, I was eating at a local brewery recently, and I thought to myself, you know what this food could use? It could really use some Funky's. Funky's Hot Sauce Factory uses locally grown and organic ingredients to master the art of spice and flavor. A delicious addition to any meal, non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. Pick up a bottle or two of Funky's Hot Sauce and taste what you've been missing. Every batch is made with love and always funky fresh. Go to their website, Funky'sHotSauceFactory.com to order now or check them out on Instagram at Funky's Hot Sauce Factory. Hey everyone, if you love the Pacific Northwest like we do, check out Northwest Affiliated Clothing Company. You'll love the original PNW and Bellingham designs on their hats, hoodies, and t shirts. Need hoodies or t shirts printed for your business, sports team, or family vacation? No project is too big or too small for their print shop. Go to nwaffiliated.bigcartel.com to check out their store or Northwest Affiliated Printing on Instagram and Facebook. So hot in here. <laughs>
2: it's not just nice kidding. Still like <laughs> <pull> forty <yourself>. something. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. So Aaron, you're going next, man. What's up? All right. So I am talking about mining in space.
0: Space. 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 Cosmos. Space. Moon
2: the mining. The next gold rush. There's gold in the hills. Cool. They call
1: Moonrush. moon it? rush. Moon rush. Is that what it's called? No.
2: Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but I nailed one. it. <laughs> No, you did. Don't worry. Oh. Uh, lunar mining. So companies and governments all over are wanting to get to the moon to start mining for space resources. Or the keyword being space. These the the resources they want to mine for. They want to keep. They don't want, They're not bringing it back to Earth. Oh. Right.
0: They're using them for like space travel yes. or something. Oh. Like yeah. that. Oh. They want to
2: keep it there. So it's, it's um their space cash. Of, yeah. Basically. Oh. A um, variety of resources Weird. that can be used from space. Um, I mean, resources we can find here that like concrete, metals, oxygen, water, all that stuff. Um, some are intangible resources such as solar energy, microgravity, ultra high vacuums. Um, one of these, what?
1: Microgravity. That sounded cool. Microgravity. Microgravity, yeah. How do you resource that? I don't know. Hmm.
0: Well, you can use it to yeah. transport things easily, microgravity? right? Microgravity? Oh. Right? Isn't microgravity? Is. Yeah, less gravity. Less so gravity. Mm. Yeah. it'd be easier to carry heavy objects, yes. move them from place oh, to place, okay. a to b. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, one of the reasons for this is that they want to be able to send people to the moon or space and be able to stay longer. When we first landed on the moon, it was it was a quick stay, right? They didn't have the resources to stay longer, so pr- probably a few hours, and then they had to. Head back. Right. Because they didn't have the resources to stay for very long. Getting so in, get out because sure. they,
0: got, they got in a f- drunken fight with the Russians. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or
1: they saw something on the other side they weren't supposed yeah, to see. Maybe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want to be able to stay for months at a time if the resources allow. Um, having a station set up halfway to the moon so when you take off, there's a station there you can fuel up. Okay. And then go.
0: It's like a fucking 7-Eleven. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get,
2: get, you're like trying to put the slurpee your, in the cup get and your it's dilly like, bars and your, it just your takes slushies for, and it takes for fucking ever <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. god damn it <laughs> oh my gosh uh, uh, um, so obviously that'd be extremely ideal so for one, slurpees you, you, on the moon yes, yes. <laughs> uh, one you don't have to worry about how much fuel the shuttle will need from takeoff, so to get there and back but also the weight of the shuttle Right, less fuel, weighs less. Mm-hmm. It's more ideal for them, so okay. they can go up, fuel, get the rest of the way. Um, halfway point. So, forty-five percent of the moon is made up of oxygen. Oxygen that comes from rocks, which can be used for breathing, obviously, or used as a propellant. Uh, there are also regions of the on the moon that have never seen the light of suns. Those regions have accumulated water. From comets, asteroids, those can be utilized for drinking water, plant life. Is that frozen water? Must be, right? Other side of the sun? Got to be. It would have to be. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you're drinking water, you for plant life, or converted to hydrogen and oxygen, which is the most energetic uh, rocket propellant. There are metals all over the surface of the moon, from iron, titanium, Iron, iron. iron no, every time I hear titanium. it, <laughs> every time. <laughs> Alu- a- aluminum. Oh, for there our, you go. Uh, for yeah, our, non-US our non-US listeners, US listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> magnesium, in which we use for many things, including uh, the construction for making parts, materials. One so. time,
0: one time, um, the Fourth of July, like fucking forever ago, I was at my aunt's house, and they live on this lake, and they do a huge firework show. All the neighbors do, you know, like everybody. Has, and the, their next door neighbor had a basketball full of magnesium.
1: We've already talked about this on a podcast. Oh, have yeah. we? Literally. Yeah. Oh, shit. We've already done this. Oh, okay. That a <laughs> good that story. And, you, and you're like, yeah, if, if we ever do it again, and we're like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good story, though. Continue. No, that's Continue. it. That's it. Oh. It just made a big, really big, bright bang. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I was like I'm going to let him go because I'm pretty sure I maybe know where he's going with this. <laughs> Sorry.
2: It's like listening to your dad's stories that he's told <laughs> like it. every time it you see so him. It was so good, though. It was so, so good, time though. It would
1: been. be so cool to do that.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say it on the next show, too. should. Sure. <laughs> um, so there's also... S- Silicon, which is very important for making solar cells, which converts energy. Is it silicon? Like, S- silicon as in valance? quartz? Uh, so, I'm guessing it's is silicon. Is it silicon or silicon? S- silicon or silicon. It's not silicon. Silicon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: that's what the sand yeah. that went up into the nuclear blast yeah. was, mm-hmm. mainly, yeah. was silicon, which, okay. is, which is mainly quartz.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Um, so the actual lunar surface, or lunar soil itself is is very important. The soil is believed to be good for construction, habitat. It could also be used for 3D printing. Oh. Tools and spare parts needed in space. Okay. Um, this like has a
1: really high atomic number.
2: Sure. It means it's hard. It? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got a very high atomic <laughs> number, too. <know>. My dick <laughs> has a very high atomic <laughs> number. <laughs> uh, the moon itself... Brings forth quite a few obstacles, though, or challenges that are not found here on Earth. Um, like you so can't fucking it, breathe the atmosphere. So that, yeah, that's the main one. Has a low, uh, has a low gravity environment. Uh, <laughs> extremely, <laughs> extremely harsh radiation. Really low temperatures and really high temperatures. So you, yeah,
0: I didn't even think about the radiation. There's just, there's no atmosphere, yeah. right? So there's, I mean, it's got to be some. I, I don't know. It's the moon. There's got to be though. some
1: other. Oh. I don't. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but I thought there wasn't any atmosphere. Yeah, which
0: would which would mean they would have pretty harsh radiation right. mm-hmm. from from the, from the sun.
1: I know they the were sun. saying that that like people who spend a lot of time in space really mm-hmm. pay the price for it. Yeah, on radiation
2: their body. Yeah. Yep. sickness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, radiation. No breathing. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> um, the environmentalists,
2: the arsonists. <laughs> oh, be. The environmentalists <laughs> need to figure out a way to get around these challenges. So, at first, these missions will be done robotically. Um, we'll not have humans on the surface okay. when they start this process. Smart. Uh, when? When they start well, mining. If. If.
1: I, I heard that it's when, though. Like, soon. Because so, now we have, like, seven or eight nations that are signing a treaty. Yes.
2: Oh, this is, like, S- because the moon's not. It's happening. There's, like, a treaty. They've already had, like, a thing. Yeah. The, mu- the moon there's is not Own. There's a new one. Own. You can't claim ownership, right? Right. 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 So they have this treaty signed by all these nations and Mm -hmm. stuff. Treaties always work. Always. (laughs) (laughs) History is history. History has shown us anything. (laughs) It's that treaties always work. According to the treaty, (laughs) Uh, there's a list of procedures that will be followed, uh, just like on Earth, uh, when mining. So first, they will identify the resources. So they'll go up there, have the robots do their thing, identify the resources. Then the extraction. So then they extract resources, process and manufacture them with robots. Yes. Hmm. So the robots okay. will identify them, and then uh, I don't know if the robots will actually do the extraction or not. Probably. I think they'll probably do get the resources. It. Maybe bring them back. They'll research it and hmm. see if they're actually right. Send it back. They don't. <laughs> yeah. See if they can't extract it. Hmm. So the identifying process is expected to happen in the next few years. They are already planning a payload that will carry some of the instruments to the moon so they can start identifying resources and finding out how much water and how much oxygen it has. Mm-hmm. How are they getting
0: to the moon?
1: Are I read that. 2024 is there, mm-hmm. their plan for the next
0: visit. Are they doing a shuttle program again? or are they, I think so. Yeah. Are they yeah. Yeah. just going with SpaceX Falcon rockets? Or I don't know.
1: I didn't read what they
0: were going to do. Interesting. But. Yeah um
1: it's apparently like pretty easy to get to the moon now <laughs> it's like Right yeah. now all this stuff it's yeah. like
0: well they can eh, it's pretty easy you know elon musk and mm-hmm. spacex is sending mm-hmm. rockets up to the space station and back Did yeah. you guys
1: see the the images from that stuff from yeah. the dragon and the mm-hmm. uh, the cool. spacex program probably some oh, of the cool. earlier ones there's did. some really yeah. cool ones well, yeah see, on
2: this they're, they're just going to have It'll most likely be governments doing this. They won't mm-hmm. have any privatized. It'll be NASA. You know, like rich people be, yeah. can't just be like, "I'm gonna mm-hmm. start doing this." But they process. can. But, rich but people NASA, can do that, maybe but eventually. But
0: NASA uses SpaceX. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. the thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they they pay Musk and his crew to oh, sure. for their gear to get up there. Just like, say that's it was probably. NASA. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: like, yeah. They're delivering stuff to the space station, right. which mm-hmm. is, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess it's owned by a few different countries, isn't it? Or There's the space station now is now going to China, be Russia, A space station US on the moon is the plan. China? Like they're gonna oh, set up. I think so. China yeah. And and U.S. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, yep. So once they know where the resources are, they will then start extracting and figure out how it can be stored. Uh, and this will hopefully okay. be happening around 2024. Crazy. Yeah. That's like 2024 so awesome. now. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. So really soon. And they were a lot of the environmentalists were worried about. Uh, what the the impact will be mm-hmm. on the moon, uh, you know, defacing it, all this stuff. Once you start extracting resources and materials from it, but yeah, they're like, saying you won't even notice because they're going to do it on the side. I mean, it'll take billions of years before, if anything, if you'll notice anything. Yeah, yeah.
0: they just start fracking on the moon and it starts breaking <laughs> apart. Yeah, you're like fuck. Frack! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was half the moon. Oh, yeah. Fuck, motherfucker. It's, it's a brittle
0: son of a bitch. Seriously though, think about that. Because mining has done nothing negative to the earth, right? Right. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, gonna, For how long? Now you're gonna yeah. go to another celestial Smaller body, celestial that, like, body. Yeah. We, we rely on to right. survive, basically. Right.
2: Yes. I mean, yeah. I guess. I they, guess they're gonna displace gonna the
1: materials if they're not bringing them back to Earth, and they're, they're not. They're gonna yeah. leave them on the planet. Then all you're doing is displacing the mass displacing. from one place to another place yeah. so yeah.
0: i don't know i'm i'm it's i'm so I highly it doubt and it. so against it like I, <laughs> I don't it's really hard for me because yeah. i love that i love like yeah. thinking about venturing off and in, out into space and like I becoming totally do it. becoming a race of people that like can travel mm-hmm. through space you know like yeah. that just sounds right because there's probably so many cool things and so many helpful things out there for us here yeah. on earth mm-hmm. or just out there you know yeah but Man, it's still scary in a, in, a, in a way.
1: You as know. soon as they find some gold or you something start that's valuable on the moon, uh, yeah. that's all over. That's all going to be coming back to the earth and it's going to be used for, how do for you, selfish needs. How and, do
0: you be a people or a species and not use resources from the place you live? Yeah, right? you have to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: So just doing. regulating but I think, I think the
1: goal is to try to use, like, try to make resources renewable and try to find ways to f- use resources that are renewable and not renew not use the ones that aren't right i don't know
0: yeah that would be fantastic ideal yeah
1: oh that reminds me of the movie moon all you I'm listeners if you it. haven't seen the movie moon but with sam, it's all sam rockwell he's the only actor i think yeah. in the entire movie uh, the movie. robot
0: is gertie person. the robot is the voice of kevin spacey oh yeah oh, that's man. right
1: Kevin Spacey the a, voice of the robot, but I think he's the only actor in the whole yep, movie besides Kevin Spacey's voice. It is
0: a fantastic. Probably one of the best movies movie. ever made. Yeah.
1: So so well acted, so well written.
0: I've watched it a million times.
1: So let's see, this isn't really my uh, my main topic, but just real quick, there's a, a big celestial event coming up on the 21st, close to the end of the year, called uh, the Great Conjunction, which is the visibility of Saturn and Jupiter, our biggest planets, will be visible right next to each other in our night sky without a telescope.
0: So that's super cool. So what would you say the function of that Great <laughs> <laughs> conjunction something about would be. That.
1: <laughs> There's no function. <laughs> so if I understand it right, I think that Jupiter is going slower around the moon. I might be wrong. One of them's going slower around the, the not sun. the moon, sorry, the sun. Yeah. It's one of them's going slower around the sun than the other one. So it takes a really long time for them to catch up and lap each other. In other words, so this year, the first time in like 400 years. I believe Jupiter is going to lap Saturn, and now they're going to be real close to each other. So you look up, and Jupiter, you'll always know, is the brightest uh, looking star in our sky, even though it's a planet, and it doesn't twinkle. So you know that's Jupiter because okay. it's brighter than any star, including the North Star. star. Um, and then Saturn will be really close. Next to it, so we get to see them together, it's kind of cool.
0: That's another thing I was going to mention tonight, talking about the cosmos, though, is all the stars you see in the sky mm-hmm. no longer exist in yeah. real time.
1: Yes, that's one of the things I have tonight. Okay, cool. Yeah, Good. a I'll little let, bit, I'll let you I'll just let you a do little it bit. bit.
0: Yeah, but that, isn't that
1: weird? It just they're every past. time I think they're about from the it, past.
0: it fucking blows me away. I know it, they're from it's a fast. long, 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 long time but ago, but you
1: can see they're really? from way long in our distant well, now, past.
0: That's now how I'm long it takes the light to get to your eyes, yeah, is however. Many thousands of light years or whatever. Is that like, a trip. Yeah. So wow. every star you see isn't actually there. Almost really? everyone.
1: Yeah. So, some of them could be like forming, but they'd be really, cl- you know, our right. sun or s- like, well, I guess our sun actually was formed a long time ago too.
0: Well, forming or supernova-ing or mm-hmm. whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Anyway. Cool crazy. stuff. Crazy. Oh yeah. That's I can't so wait. Cool. cool. That's so <laughs>
1: cool. So 21st, everybody go look at the stars and go see Saturn and Jupiter in, for the first time in 400 years, twenty first of December. Twenty first of December. Fuck yeah. I think it's a really cool way to end out the year. Like, what a weird year that we've all, everybody's had. Everything has had, I guess, in our memory. It's just a memory, right? I've had a really great year. I've had a great year too. I was <laughs> going to say I just said it the other. I'm like, not everybody's had a great I mean, year. I've had worse years. I had a pretty damn good year. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, oh, it's a, it's a weird year in our memory, yeah. though. Nevertheless and One we won't forget. so it's kind of a cool way to be like okay let's come back together you got two really big celestial bodies the biggest in our solar system coming together and being as close as they'll be since 400 years ago that's a lot of time so kind of cool be really shining cool. around yeah. yeah
0: i'll be checking it out
1: all right cool so i want to um, start out by saying that i am by no means a space scientist But As a space scientist scientist, Let me bring you back (laughs) As a very professional space scientist The year is 2007 Space scientists The year 2000 The year 2000 (laughs) is the future (laughs) The year 2007 Uh, Space scientists are going over Hours and hours and hours and years Actually of collected data From the Australian Radio Telescope Observatory Called the Parks Observatory So picture the movie Contact do you guys remember that movie? I love that movie. Yeah, with Jodie Foster. Yes, yes. That's got like a big dish. It yep. looks like a big satellite dish with the big, you know, cone coming out yep. that's shooting up to towards it, and they're trying to catch signals from aliens and like emit signals to aliens and other planets or whatever. So picture that. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> the Parks <laughs> Observatory. So, 2007. So it takes you think about that. They're collecting data. For years and years and years and years, all these hours of data, somebody has to go back and listen to all that shit to figure
0: out Right. It's kinda like it's kinda <laughs> like what I do every time I record a fucking right. podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> has to go back. And like find the gem through the Think shit. They
1: gotta find the good resources out of all of it. So so in two thousand seven, space scientists are going back listening and they find that way back in two thousand one, six years earlier, there's something there there's there's a sound it's very short but they're looking for radio bursts and they see they hear nothing whatsoever forever for hours and hours that's got to be so like disconcerting that you're like okay we're listening after a while you're like why are we even doing this anymore they finally hear two very short bursts of radio signal they only last like a fraction of a second like a millisecond and a half i read about they're super fast but they're close together like uh, like 1.4 seconds back to back. Or did you send like that. this to
0: me, or did I just come across mm-hmm. this? On I don't my know. Own. You
1: may okay. have. You may have. I could have. Um. So since then, so we had those two, and they're like, "What the fuck was that?" That so was way back in 2001 I that they that's heard what they it. Said too. They're they said like, don't.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> hey bet dude. you anything, dude. What the fuck was that?
1: What <laughs> was that? That's exactly what they I did. hope that's how it went down. You know, they're sitting around going, "We've been listening for hours. That's all we. Not just hours." Years, yeah. <laughs> years. Holy shit! <laughs> Did you guys watch Lost?
2: No. Okay. Twice. Uh, no. Desmond. So, like,
1: I'm, I always <laughs> picture like Desmond. He's like down yeah. in the hatch for all those years. Like, what is he listening? I can't remember. He's like listen So that's like the same thing. He's just down there listening. Think yeah. he's got this like crazy task that he has to do. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on outside of the the t- the um the hatch. Right. But anyway, that was old show. It's um, a great show. It's a great show. And so they hear these two bursts and they're like, what the fuck was that? So they dial it back and they're like, do we hear anymore? They still know. They don't hear anymore. So they figure out that the blasts are coming from about 25,000 light years away from a constellation that we call Fox or the scientific name is Vulpecula. Um. Then they keep listening and more have been <laughs> found since then. I just thought... <laughs>
0: What does the fox say? <laughs> <laughs> radio bursts. <laughs>
2: yeah, <sorry. laughs> nice. I didn't think of that.
1: So we've, we've we've heard more now. They're not like super frequent, but we've heard them. They're not always two together. They're always just milliseconds long. They're really short. We don't know where they're coming from. We know about where they're about how far away they're coming from. We don't know where or what is causing them. So we're thinking: Are aliens trying to communicate with us? What are these radio bursts? Yeah. So more have been heard by the radio telescope in Canada at the observatory in British Columbia called Chime.
0: Right up the street.
1: Um, right up the street from us. Yeah. yeah, Right up the street in our, in our hood. Uh, and then they started calling these phenomena fast radio burst or FRBs. So we figured they're coming from something celestial, but we don't know what it is until just this year. So that's why this is big news is just in April, we got the same um almost the same thing happened this year is we heard way back in 2001 so only the, the two bursts the two bursts and they're the same length and they're the same distance apart. yeah same frequency so also another good movie we oh, frequency is <laughs> a good one yeah i gotta watch that one again but what's weird is that we detected it now within our own milky way galaxy that burst that was 25,000 light years away before in
0: 2001. Could it be an echo of that same burst? Could it be echoing through the the
1: universe? So they put together some teams to do some close monitoring using four of the best radio telescopes that we have available in Europe. One was in the nether regions, Mm. one in Poland. (laughs) 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 This just got sexy. (laughs) (laughs) One was in Poland. And then two were in Sweden, so nice spots. Um, every night, especially the nether reasons. Uh, every night for <laughs> over, reasons, nether, yeah. nether reasons for the nether nether regions. Oh, those are nether
2: reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, every night for over four weeks, they clocked just a ton of hours, like 522 hours. And then finally on May 24th, after they had this little skip in April that we heard surprisingly in Canada, they. Tried to track it, and they heard it again May 24th. They received the two short bursts in a row, one millisecond long each, 1.4 seconds between them. And what was eerie is they were just like those ones. They were the same length, same burst. So now we have figured out what they're coming from. Um, they're being blasted all across the universe as far as hundreds of thousands of light years away. Hundreds of thousands from a crazy celestial situation. That we only just discovered in 1987. And that was a theory in 1987. It's only just now being proven as a thing. And it's called a magnetar.
0: Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this. Yeah, I think it was.
1: So to explain a magnetar, you got to know first what a neutron star is. I think you probably know what that is. Neutron star. Neutron plus star. So a neutron star is a very small in radius celestial object typically less than 18 miles in radius 18 miles that's it it's just a tiny thing floating out that's really not big as far as space it goes sounds big. that's tiny it's but, a speck in space
0: but it, what is it like super high mass yep
1: very yeah. high density so think mm-hmm. of the mass of our entire sun compressed down to this a city the size of seattle our enti- the mass of our sun all yeah. the way into seattle so it's very very small mm-hmm. uh, and it's all packed with neutrons which are really dense Um, neutral subatomic particles so neutron stars are thought to be formed we don't really know but they thought that they're formed when a massive regular star like our sun for instance is a regular star which is like a big hydrogen bomb like um, big exploding balls of gas with hydrogen and helium Um, they're thought that neutron stars form because one of those stars collapses when it runs out of fuel and when it undergoes a supernova Mm. an extremely dense Oh when it beca- oh sorry so when it go- undergoes the supernova, but if the star is not massive enough to create a black hole from that supernova turns into it turns into, a neutron, it turns star, into right. a neutron star okay and that's where that pointer sister song doing the neutron dance gets stuck in my head.
0: I don't know that song
1: That's the neutron dance. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so if it doesn't If it's not massive enough to create a black hole It'll create a neutron star Then we believe We're not sure yet exactly But we're pretty sure That if two neutron stars So they're only 18 miles Ancient across There's space probably theorists. quite a few of them A star runs out of gas It collapses on itself It creates a supernova But it doesn't turn into a black hole It turns into a neutron star It's basically a zombie star It's the remnants of what a star it should have it should been a black be. hole, yeah. but it's the remnants of that star, just dense. Oh, also, this is pretty trippy, that when neutron stars do their neutron dance and they merge, they collapse within milliseconds or less to create a black hole. A supernova hmm. into a black hole from a star that just collapsed is within milliseconds. milliseconds. Wow. It turns into like, like less than a half a blink of an eye, and you have a black hole from a star. Weird, Isn't that crazy? So they say, even if it's rarely that this happens, they believe that if two neutron stars survive the fate of turning into a black hole and leave behind that zombie star, and um, those collide, those now become what's called a magnetar. So these objects have the strongest, the magnetars have the strongest magnetic field known in the universe. In fact... Those magnetic fields are hundreds of trillions of times stronger than that of our own sun. And blasts of gamma rays and x-rays that come off of these magnetars can produce more energy in a half a second than our, or, than our own sun will over its entire 10 billion year lifetime. Hmm. What? It's, its magnetic field is so strong that it will squish atoms around it into pencil-like objects. Whoa. It'll squish them out and make them all stringy, like in different shapes. So we now know, like we first in 1987, it was just a theory. It's now grown to be almost a complete certainty. And only about 12 magnetars have been discovered to date in our Milky Way. We're not even positive they're all magnetars. We're still trying to figure that out. This is what's kind of weird. Is that the magnetar that just entered our Milky Way galaxy that put out these FRBs is at least 3,000 times brighter than any other magnetar to date. So that one that traveled twenty five thousand light years, about nineteen years ago, is now in our galaxy, and it's at least three thousand times stronger than any of the magnetars we've ever so found in the galaxy. I think it's the same
0: one because of the radio signature or whatever. Yeah, because of how
1: bright we we have not gotten any FRBs from any other magnetars. That's the only what is one. FRB? Well, okay, the, so fa- why the
0: fast radio blast? So how and why did it travel that far? Wait, does it have faster than light abilities? Isn't that weird? It must. Yeah. Well, it has to be. It has if it was be. that many light years away and it was right. 19, 19 years, years. ago, mm-hmm. then it has to yeah. have some kind of, it has to have gone through a wormhole or yeah. some other kind of way right? to travel faster than light because exactly. it, would, it wouldn't no be way. here it's that It's magnetic quick. field.
1: It's magnetic field is magnetic. stronger. Does it create
0: its own... Like faster than light engine?
1: Picture picture like it's like throwing whips out all around itself and those are creating like a storm of winds. It's magnetic, like all magnetic winds. Weird. And it just, just everything, it's just just sweeping. It's moving so quickly because it's pulling everything towards it. So it's (laughs) almost like, like, if you were in the water... Did it pull our galaxy it through, towards it? That's <laughs> what I kind of think. That's kind of what I think, is it kind of, like, pulled everything towards it's it because it's it so strong. Just but, yeah, it didn't it. actually have to propel itself at all. I think that it just... E- moved everything towards weird. itself. How far away from weird.
0: us is it? Because I mean, Milky Way is huge, right? It's still right. really far. We're we're on the pretty outside rim of the Milky Way, so and
1: it and it's far. It's very very far away yeah. still. But if in 19 years it was 25,000 light years away, it's got to travel how many faster light years than light. Away, but it's, it's got to travel fast. faster than light. It has to. Yeah. Yep. And then even more powerful.
0: Fucking crazy.
1: I know, it's huh? Trip. So weird. It makes you feel so small. Yeah. These uh, they've also detected from this Magnetar these. Um, fast these gamma ray bursts they call it grbs gamma ray bursts that are actually considered the most powerful thing in the universe and they're created when a hypernova occurs so that's the most powerful type of stellar explosion in known existence is a hypernova it's an explosion not an implosion it's a it's they call it a stellar explosion but i don't know Uh, that's a good question it should be an implosion i would think uh, space scientists actually are starting to believe that this is why we are not finding signs of life on other planets yet, because these gamma rays are sort of like, in a sense, sterilizing everything in the universe, everything in their pathway. I need, I need one of those. Gamma yeah. rays are just sterilizing. <laughs> so if we were in the pathway of one, absolutely, we would be wiped. white immediately. Yeah. The, our, the radiation would just murder our planet. So. Hmm. Um, because they are sterilized In the universe, one of these hypernovas occurs. If it one, if one of these hypernovas occurs anywhere near a society that's evolving, the chance of survival is obviously slim to none. So right. this sort of thing brings up the argument called the Fermi paradox. Mm. I had not heard about the Fermi paradox, really? you? Yeah, I had not I don't know how I hadn't because it's pretty interesting. So as I understand it, the paradox is like where the con- the conflict between thinking about the argument of probability and scale seems to favor that intelligent life should be found common in the universe. Right. If it exists here, given the scale of how many different planets are survivable and the conditions that you would need for life to happen. Life like ours. Should, life right. like ours like, even. Because... Yeah.
0: Who knows what Good other point. life could evolve on places yeah. that right. we couldn't, right? right. But the right. Fermi paradox is there there is based on the size of everything else and the amount of galaxies and the amount of planets in galaxies around a sun. Mm-hmm. Um there basically has to be, There's be other right? life. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: then it's the, the paradox part of it is that then where is the evidence that there is life on any other planet? Well, you so that's the paradox. Well, it's is, not really a paradox, it is, really, though, because you it can't is. go. Then we, where can't is everybody? we can't travel that far to well, find out. Well, why can't they? Well, why, why can't we? They? You know what I why mean? Why can't... You know and it, So that that's what, the, the, what They mean by a paradox So is that Why have we not seen Any other arisen on any other Planet than earth, earth? Why don't we see it Yeah Why don't we see it Yeah So that's just And it, it's not saying Because a
0: simulation Ended before they Found that And exactly that's exactly yeah. Where That's
1: where I'm going With it But So it's an interesting topic We should talk about The Fermi paradox or A little bit more Or the on existence Of us ended
0: night. Before we found right. out That stuff And now we're living In a computer run simulation
1: mm-hmm. It's yeah. never
0: ending That's never ending Right Right Yep. So
1: our closest hypernova in the making is in the constellation Carina, which is only about eight thousand light years away, and I guess this is apparently far enough to wa- uh, far- I guess this is apparently far enough away that it wouldn't cause complete extinction on Earth, but we would be affected for sure, and it would definitely be bright enough to turn le- uh, night into day for mm. quite a while. It'd be that bright. Quite, um, that. As far as we know, our galaxy has never experienced a gamma ray burst, a GRB. But they're so intense that we can detect their energy release from millions and even billions of light years away. And we detect them at a rate of about one a day. So there is a ton of these gamma ray bursts happening in the universe. And we can see them because they're so, so bright. It can happen. So our, our scientists are able to detect them almost every single day. So that's kind of creepy, actually.
0: But. Within our solar system or just within?
1: Just anywhere in the universe, like the millions galaxy. and billions of light years away. So way further out than our galaxy. They can oh. detect them because they're that bright. Okay, wow. So they know that they're happening. We shouldn't have any that are happening close enough in our gal- a galaxy that will cause problems to Earth. And we haven't in our past that we can see. We can't detect that there's any in our galaxy, at least. They're all further away. But it makes a good argument for why we aren't seeing life. Travel to our planet because... If there's that many of those gamma ray bursts happening in the universe, it's no not us we're just lucky. Yeah, Basically, no one's because we're super lucky that we don't have any happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're just gonna be every time you try to get here, you're gonna get blasted by gamma rays right. and get sterilized and die. Like, you're like fucking hang a right, quick gamma <laughs> ray burst.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. That's crazy. It's like when a deer pops out in front of us yeah. on the
0: road down here, but it's GRBs for yeah. the interstellar <laughs> travelers.
2: <laughs> okay. Gamma Ray crossing coming up. Yeah. Yeah, What's
1: her name (laughs) for Battlestar? um, What's my favorite character from Battlestar? Uh,
2: The main character?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Starbuck? Starbuck. You're like, Starbuck. (laughs) Sharp right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bring us down. Starbuck. I love her. She's awesome.
0: She's doing uh, some good stuff now too. She really? was just, she was just on the Love her the, one of the episodes of Mandalorian. She's really? a Mandalore, yeah. No yes. way! Oh fuck yeah! Uh, you guys do not watch the show. <laughs> we mean how do you not it? watch, watch this Disney show? No. It looks good. Good. but, but you're Disney not a Star Plus. Wars person, are you? But I like how the, are you not a Star Wars I, person? How the fuck are you? I don't know. Yeah, not out of a Star all people. Wars I don't person, because Lindsay,
1: I I am. We are so sci-fi. I am, but I do like the funny. I like the comedy. I like the. I think I don't like the um, job of the hut type like like I don't like that kind of stuff. I, I think
0: I think if we sat down and did a little fucking marathon, oh, yeah. you'd be yeah. like,
1: well, and I've watched this since I was a kid. Like, yeah. I and definitely, there's
0: so much backstory and so much do, like so many levels of story oh, yeah. after yeah. the original Star mm-hmm. Wars. Oh, it's
1: cool. I like all the Yoda stuff and I like all the Ewok stuff. <laughs> Those are my favorite things. Yeah, I love I love the. Do you guys remember the Ewok movie? Nobody ever talks about the Ewok mm-hmm. movie. It was a full movie about the Ewoks and they lived, they had their tree houses and they built their, do you guys remember that? Nobody oh, no. remembers that. So weird. It's a really good movie from the eighties, but that yeah, was a good one. Ewoks, but.
0: I heard it was really bad.
1: It was bad, and I loved it. I heard it was <laughs>
0: really, really bad. Seriously, I just listened I to a podcast yeah. about about some shit a while back, and it was they brought up that movie, and like it was the worst <laughs> ever. Because
1: they're so into the story of
0: yeah, Star Wars of a Star Wars, yeah. and I was not just in the into story. The I, was,
1: I was into the Ewoks. Yeah, For so. but it does surprise me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you love sci-fi. I know. I do. You're, I don't. I don't not like
1: Star Wars. I'm just not a Star Wars geek. I'm not like super geeked out on it. Neither am I. <laughs> Clearly. Oh. So, yeah. Like we said, all these things about magnetars and all these, like, gamma ray bursts and stuff made me wonder how quickly is this thing, this magnetar, that's whipping all these magnetic winds around, pulling everything towards it. If we could detect it that far away in 01 and it's only 19 years later in blink of a cosmic time's eye, this zombie magnet star is pulling us in. It's at our back door sending us radio signals. And radiation at intensely incredible rates like crazy amount of radiation luckily we have our atmosphere to protect us that's it we're lucky we have our atmosphere to protect us and then at the same time there's brand new research this year just like this month even that's out that shows evidence that our galaxy in the past at least was not so much in this sort of like homeostatic state that it's in now we all picture it kind of like floating around in some goo that's dark matter right you got stars and planets and yeah they're going along this like invisible track around the sun we got our solar system and everything well the scientists are releasing that we found that the gravity the <laughs> that we the found gra- that the, gra- <laughs> the gravitational force <laughs> biscuits and gravity baby
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I like that that's like this a good like cosmic breakfast talk biscuits and gravity your
2: b- biscuits and oh gravity. it's so
1: good that's great. We should do you have a like Biscuits a and Gravity space show. Space-themed
2: <laughs> like, brunch spa. You have Biscuits and Gravity. That's so good.
1: I love it. Okay, we got to write that down. Yeah. Um, but we found... So scientists are releasing really that we found that the gravitational force of a smaller galaxy than ours called the LMC, which was the Large Magellanic Cloud... I like
0: how they call the smaller galaxy the large, large Magellanic cloud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> know. At, Like after Magellan? Yeah. Cause, so okay. I, I
1: guess Magellan found, found it in the oh. first place a long time ago, and it looked like a pretty large galaxy to him, but we now know it's like not it's smaller than ours, at least. Was but he it, the, the it was first large. one
0: to say that we were orbiting the sun and not the other way? Because I in, don't know. in the beginning- I think so. The, the idea was from all these scientists that uh, the sun was orbit orbiting us- right. 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 Yeah. No. I think crazy? Magellan was the first to bring it to the attention that I don't think that's what's happening. And I'm
1: pretty sure he thought he. I think the, it was him. Wasn't
0: he one of the first ones that said the Earth was round and not flat? Maybe, but he, I, I remember. I remember whoever that person was, if it was Magellan or not, they he were not Magellan. They went. Yeah, we should. Yeah. They completely ou- ousted him. From the scientific community with that idea because mm-hmm. it was fucking ridiculous, right. right? You know, there's no way we're <laughs> orbiting around the sun. Yeah. We are the middle. We are the center <laughs> of the universe. Yeah, and that was that was the main theory back so in the weird. whatever four, 1500s, I guess. Not even 50s? that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. What was Magellan? That had to have been maybe 1600s. Anyway, uh, but yeah, something about that. We should do one on That'd Magellan. That'd be good. Yeah,
1: let's do that. I'm going to make Gelling it note. Magellan like Magellan. 1480 <laughs> to 1521. Yeah. <laughs> I was right old. in there. Yeah. Like in our not so distant, but I'm mean, distant to us. We don't know when, but somewhere in our distant past, not all that distance con- like compared to how old the planet is, which is not that old, but right. um, we found that something pulled and twisted and deformed our stars and to be, to be more of a disc shape and our planets too it like kind of deformed them out, twisted them and and pulled on them. And that ended up being that we found out it's that LMC, the large Magellanic cloud dipped into our galaxy and it pulled on everything because it's such a magnetic cloud, much more magnetic than
0: more magnetic or more gravity. like I'm not uh, it's it does say the gravitational pull. Okay. it's gravitational pull. So is gravitational pull generally magnetic? I don't know that force. either. I don't know. Yeah, what's grav? What is gravitational force? What creates force. that's what cre- a good. I
1: I would think it's magnets, but I'm not sure. Because Are we I- talking about Star Wars again? <laughs> Can you say the force? The force. <laughs>
0: May the gravitational pull be with you.
1: So we know it dipped into our galaxy. We also know that it's now dipped out of our galaxy, and it's moving away. It's it's more like we were trying to collide with it. And then, but we were going too quickly and it kind of bounced out of our galaxy. And now it's going quite a bit further away from us. So that gravitational pull, pull is uh, moving away from us at an incredible rate. So, but we didn't know that that had an effect on us. We thought we were pretty steady state. Like this Did is it throw us equilibrium. off equilibrium. It definitely threw our equilibrium as planets and stars in our galaxy off and it twisted and deformed what we used to know. And we can see that in the past. So it's always weird to, to, like read about these crazy things outside our atmosphere because we don't know we're just happens. ants fucking yeah.
0: running around yeah. just doing shit right. not even thinking about what's happening no. out there what how could it affect just our orbit around our own sun yeah. fucking
2: just pull us right off yeah right? now we're a fucking frozen still, planet how many people had, have no idea unless you read this shit right mm-hmm. fuck yeah and i'm gonna forget it tomorrow and yeah
1: i had something about the past but where'd it go <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> isn't that just the life's question <laughs> that was good thanks yeah. something about the past it's, it's, oh it's in the future that's exactly what it was I had it really Which good the present yeah well so it it's gonna be in the
0: future yeah or present because the present is really the only thing that exists honestly
2: yeah there is that no past is. yeah
0: there is no future no there is just, just right thoughts, now memories Are we done recording tonight?
1: We can be. How long do we have?
0: (laughs) How long do you have?
2: (laughs) What else we got?
1: I mean, yeah, we can talk about anything we want, really. We can just bullshit if we want.
0: Or we can say, we're sorry. We love you. (laughs) We love you. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) I've I've tried to get it across every time I've spoken,
2: but I don't think it's really come out. And I don't know. I uh,
0: I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do but stand here and scream at you.
2: All talk, no action.